saw a YouTube video this week where the tube was completely full and this guy obviously really wanted to sit, uh, but he didn't know how to. So he went, mm, I got an idea and then pretended he was going to throw up. And then that just cleared out the whole cart. And then he took his book out and sat down and was happy because no one was near him. And I thought, you know what? Brilliant. That That's a five minute fix right there. <laughs> that certainly is. <laughs> uh, hi, and welcome to the best thing you watched or listened to. I was just having a conversation there about clearing out a, a tube car and the best way to do it. There's your tip. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting podcast week. I think we've got interesting stories to tell. Hi, Chris. Hey, how are you? You have a good week. <laughs> I, I had a busy week. Yeah. It was, I think it was fairly good. It was better than last week. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I doubled down on the poop this week. Oh, Uh, no. But because of that, the stuff I'm going to talk about is going to be really interesting because it's different. So not necessarily what I reviewed. And we have an exclusive that I'm really happy to talk about, our podcast section this week. We're going to do Jim Carrey's top five films. I'm interested to see what your top five are, Chris. I think Mm -hmm. we might have a few varying ones this time around. Uh, so. And then for our Patreon this week, we're going to be talking about our worst cinema experiences. So if you would like to hear those stories, we're having a lot of fun there on Patreon. Thank you if you've joined us there. Thank you if you're joining us here. Chris, yes. while I have heart palpitations, <laughs> do you have a question? I do have a question. Awesome. So... <laughs> I'm just going to die. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Do we need to call somebody? Call no, services? No. We all got to die no. sometime, right? What was what was that number? I think I even have it on a display <laughs> someplace. But Moss, sa- and Moss sang the song, but I can't remember. Oh, yes. Thanks, Moss. <laughs> One. <laughs> or One. three. Did it end in three? three, three I don't three. know. One, anyway. Three, three, three. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, in one sentence, how would you sum up the internet? Mm. My immediate gut reaction is negative. Yeah, for sure. Isolating. I would say that. I don't even need a sentence. Wow, you're just going word. Okay. Yeah. Very, very good. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna adapt a Hunter S. Thompson quote um, because okay. when I worked in radio. We had adapted it for, for, from the music industry, what he said about the music industry, about radio, and it was totally true. Um, but now I'm going to use it for the internet, and it is more than one sentence, but that's okay. Okay. So, the internet is a cruel and shallow money trench, a long plastic hallway where thieves and pimps run free and good men die like dogs. There's also a negative side. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. We both went dark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, it's, uh, there's, well, and I think like, like anything, you know what I mean? The internet is, uh, can be a spectacular thing, can be a wonderful tool. I mean, think about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about you, but I have the IMDB app, um, on my phone and that is a constant go-to just when I, you know, have the brain fart or want to see something or whatever. And so to have that knowledge right there, Mm. you know, or to have Google. I mean, good grief, you know, is what is this? I would like to know. Like last night, my wife and I were talking about capybaras and um, and then we looked up the quokas, cocas. I don't know how the the, the stupid little animals that are like always smiling and and selfies and stuff like that. 
we couldn't have done that pre-internet. So that is the wonderful thing about that, that we have all of this knowledge right there. And then you have everything that's poo. Yes. And it brings out the worst in people a lot of the time. There's and a you small have the fraction warriors of good. And, I think there's, I do really believe <clears throat> that there's less good, that it doesn't balance. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, on my Facebook, I continually hide or unfollow things. And so basically what my feed is, on my news is mostly memes. That's really all I ever see. And it just makes me happy. That's you know fine. what I mean? Like yeah. I don't, I, it's fine. My doom scroll becomes a smile scroll. And so there, <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. All well, right. So should we talk about some of the best things we watched this week? Yeah. Do you want to start okay. this week? Uh, Sure. Okay, you know what? Um, I think this will play in nicely with with both of our last weeks of poo, and then maybe even helpfully give a smile to you for your current week of poo. Uh, awesome. But so last week we, it was just disappointment after disappointment after disappointment, and I went in um, this movie, and I actually didn't even end up reviewing it, and I probably will at some point. Maybe I don't know; it doesn't really matter. But I needed a win. And I had just, you know, and when I watched it, I had high hopes and then it was just not good either. And so by Saturday night of last week, Saturday night, maybe Sunday night, it doesn't matter. My wife was also in that because she, she has taken along with the ride of poo. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. I'm watching it and she's held captive and she's like, oh, <laughs> seriously, one more thing. Um, and she's like, I just want to watch something funny. I just want, I want to laugh. And mm. I'm like, okay. You know, and so we're going through, I mean, I am looking through, because, you know, we have all kinds of subscriptions. And so I'm going through just tons of different apps to see, well, what are we going to watch on this? What is there anything in here? Do we want to watch something we've seen? Eh, no, not really in the mood for that. You know, I don't want something long. I want something shorter, maybe short attention span type of thing. So I landed on a series that is on Netflix that neither of us had seen. Uh, we had been intrigued by. Mm. And had heard some good things, but I didn't know, you know, you, you never know going in. And is it just a little bit funny or is it? So we watched Dairy Girls I've on Netflix. great things about it, but never have dipped my toe into it. Holy crap. I laughed out loud every single episode. Oh, really? Every single. It's, it's okay. two seasons on Netflix right now, six mm. episodes each. They're like 20 something minutes. Yeah, they're they're really long. short. It's, it's a group in the, uh, what, late... Early 90s, mid 90s, mm. late 90s, yeah. something like that, of um, in Ireland, in Northern Ireland, and um, in this uh, London dairy, which they just shortened to dairy. And you follow these, these four girls at this uh, Catholic school. They're best of friends. And one of them, her English cousin, comes to um, stay. And he's, he's like the outcast because he's English. And the character dynamics, what's, what's so awesome is that if you take each of the, well, now five, five people, they each have like this extreme portion of a personality. And so you smash them all together and they become one person, mm. but you just see these and they, I mean, it is, it's off the wall. It is annoying at points because they're so abrasive to each other sometimes. And they're so just over the top and over exuberant. Um, they're terrible. The one character, the dad, um, is everybody poops on him. 
I mean, he's just, he's, but he's seen, I see him as the fool in this because he's the one who's always spouting the wisdom. He's always the level head. He's always the one with the right answer, but nobody around him ever listens to it, you know? So we, we binged, we watched a few episodes of that and we're like, oh my gosh, this is wonderful. Uh, not knowing how long the show was. Mm. The next night, uh, we, we put it on again because I was like, that was fun. I liked that feeling that that gave us. Let's watch more. And there was a, there was a total shift and we were like, like, and it was even like a time shift. And we were like, wait, did we, did we just change seasons? <laughs> yeah, we had gone into the second season not I knowing it and then know. finished the yeah, no, and then finished the second season no. and we were like, "Oh, wait a minute." I'm like, "Well, wait, is there going to be a season 3? When is season 3?" You know, so the internet, thank you internet, <laughs> hop on there and it's like, "Hey, season 3 is coming in April." I'm like, "Ooh. It's coming to Channel 4 in the UK." Yeah. Not to Netflix. Netflix, who knows, maybe later in 2022, maybe even in 2023. So I may or may not have um, used my VPN to <laughs> use a London postcode address and sign up for an account on Channel 4 so that beginning this week, I may or may not be able to start streaming <laughs> season three of Dairy Girls. Wow. <clears throat> you got um, addicted. Dude, it was a, like, it was just such a great surprise. It was so, so pleasant, so funny. And because it's short format, um, you know, the storytelling is really tight. It You have like one basic story arc in each episode. So it's not, it's not all over the place. I mean, it does go all over the place at times, but it's following just one central problem. Yeah. And you have like, they have the, the lead nun at the Catholic school is Sister Michael, and she is so dryly funny. I mean, she is hilarious because she's fed up. I mean, she just has zero tolerance for anybody and anything. And just to watch her reactions and watch her interactions with them is just I, the whole thing. May I mean, it? if you haven't watched, I mean, put it on, watch an episode or two. I'm, I'm really curious also, though, of how it resonates um, with somebody who's maybe closer to <laughs> to that part of the world than somebody who's watching it as a complete outsider. Yeah. I've heard very good things. Um, and people keep saying, why haven't you watched this? You should review this. And it's it just gets added into the plethora of, yep. there's my seven-page list. I would love to. Uh, but this is definitely jumping up there along with Ted Lasso. I'm not quite sold on Ted Lasso as everybody else is so far. I, I've watched the first three and I just don't like um, everybody being mean to him. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just, that, it's, it just seems harsh. I'm like, oh, he's such a nice guy. Why are you being douchebags? Th- see, that's, a, that's the reason to watch because you watch him overcome the adversity and watch his influence then begin to infect others you know um there is one character and the second season does begin it becomes more mature Mm. and it does take on more of a serious tone and so we watch one character which i did not like his story arc at all i mean Mm. he does a great job in it but i don't like how they took his character even though i see why they're doing it um because it it it's so drastically different from how ted is Mm. 
you know, but also in season two, you also get some more maturity from Ted, a different, a different view on him. Mm. So I would, I would say, give it, give it some more episodes. Let him just, um, maybe don't focus so much on the negativity coming at him, mm. but focus on how he's, how he's projecting out and how he handles all of that. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And see if that changes the. It's, I mean, I love the premise. The premise is excellent, but it's not what I thought it was going to be. I initially thought mm-hmm. it, he was going to be this brilliant football coach that had all these amazing <laughs> plays, and he was going to take um, American football plays and put that into into soccer <laughs> uh, or, or, or football here in the UK. Yeah. yeah. And it's not that. It's, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is not like any given Sunday or Jerry Maguire or anything like that. I was ready for the... Oh, this is intelligent, and, and and I was like, but he's bringing her cupcakes. I don't, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> okay, I'll give it a few more episodes, Chris. Uh, on your yes. Uh, yes, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry that- about Dairy Girls. Now for Ted Lasso, positivity. Uh, positivity. Hopefully, maybe, right. maybe positivity will continue. I don't know. So what, what, what topped your list? Uh, this is an interesting one. It's not even a movie, but it is on the internet. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite YouTube channel. Uh, it's interviews, and it's hot wings. Uh, and so that should pique your interest. Oh, it's yes. It's First We Feast. It's my favorite YouTube channel because of how the research team, every time they get a guest on their channel... I don't know what they do or who they bribe, but they know things no no other person knows. And they're like, like time and time again, whenever you're watching an episode, go check them out, subscribe to them. Not that they need it. They've got like millions of subscribers. <laughs> but the formula of it is the hottest hot wings, and they change them up with different sources every season. They have a season of where they change the sources once days called the dub bomb everybody hates it it doesn't taste nice and it's just fire and you're probably going to have the worst stomach the next day forever (laughs) but while they're eating the hot wings with the host uh they're asking these they're asking questions so the 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 celebrity has to um answer them trying to be an intelligent as the, the the degree of hotness is going up which is such a clever formula yeah this week we had josh brolin on um for those who don't know Thanos or June uh, and he was just so funny and if you've ever wanted to see somebody kick Hot Wings ass this, this is the dude to watch it with I I, I think I was, in, I was in a bad mood with all the stuff I'd watched uh, it, it, I was like okay let me just take on one of my channels that you know it's something something to get you like you were saying watch something that's going to get you in a good mood Josh Brolin eating hot wings, answering questions of stuff that he didn't even know people knew about uh, is brilliant. There, there is a couple of answers there that I didn't know about him. It really gives you insight into the person and you end up liking Josh Brolin that much more as if that was possible. But, uh, you know, because he, he, he the man, which leads me mm-hmm. into something I can't talk about, which I'm very excited to talk about. There's a series that he's is currently doing. Um encourage everybody to put this on your watch list can't say anything because it's embargoed but it's open range it's a sci-fi western that is bonkers and that's literally all i'm gonna say about that i'm not even gonna do synopsis i'm not gonna tell you i'm not don't watch a trailer i think you'll 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 lose something 
can I can I comment on that though? Yeah, because yes. I got the screeners for it. Like Amazon sent them to me. I didn't ask for it. I didn't know what it was about. Nice. And when I went to the theater this week, they played a trailer for it. No. And so this uh. is well, no, no. This was my first time. Like, um, go, like I had zero clue what it was. Okay, you know, okay, and okay, okay. I got to tell you, it for me. Like, you know, normally I stay away from a lot of trailers as much as I can. <laughs> this one helped. It was, I mean, it didn't, like, I wasn't adverse to seeing the series. I just had zero clue. Like, I wasn't excited about it. I was just kind of like, oh, well, it's uh, something I'm going to check out. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The, <laughs> I think we're going to have a yes. lot of fun talking about this one. Uh, yeah. I hope so, because, yeah, I haven't I haven't started watching it yet. Okay. Um but that's on my uh, early this week is when I'm going to start watching that. So I'm I'm yeah. So excited. without doing spoilers or talking about the show itself, I think it's going to be one of those where people are going to talk about it, whether mm-hmm. you like it or hate it or have yeah. issues with it. It's going to be a you know the first time people started watching The Matrix or um, Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, stupid why are you wearing that Superman suit Donnie Darko. Uh, it's that sort of it brings up that sort of what the hell am i watching what is this yeah what just happened it's that Mm -hmm. um and i love the idea of sci-fi and western it's not something people often do and then it's josh brolin and and it's not just that the the cast around this show incredible so it's got imogen poots because i love saying her name it's a great name isn't it imogen (laughs) poots (laughs) so good yeah. Uh, mm. So yeah, the favorite, my top favorite thing that I watched this week was an interview on. Nice. Um, what is it called? Yes, first we uh, feast. Hot ones. Or, yeah. For, yeah. The first yeah the channel's first we feast. Right. Yeah. It's twenty four trending, so they're doing all right. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. But yeah. yeah, that's always a great series to watch. I love. I like. I love spicy food, so mm. I'm always like, hmm. I would love to be on that. I don't care what they ask me, and then I, I play in my head. I'm like. How long could I go without having to drink milk? Because I don't like milk. Oh, no, so, I, I'd die, Chris. <clears throat> I would actually die. They would send me to hospital. Because <laughs> you don't like spicy food too much, right? No, I like spicy food. My stomach oh. doesn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, my stomach loves spicy food. <laughs> um, my tongue and my mouth love spicy food. Right. And so mm-hmm. I just would like, how, how, at what <laughs> point would I die? And would I die on a hill, like out of principle, to not drink milk, to just be like, yeah, bring it on. You're not going to drink milk until I drink milk. You're about, your head's going to explode. <laughs> I mean, if I was home and I knew the next day I didn't have to go anywhere. Oh, sure. I, that that You'd go could for it. be a fun yeah. experiment to see. We could ask each other questions, have some hot ones, and and, and see what happens. Um, I. <laughs> I see a future episode of uh, either this podcast or maybe a Patreon thing <laughs> coming because you can, you can buy. They do a. Um, this isn't an ad. This is just something I saw that uh, a friend of mine who does a YouTube channel had bought mm. one. They do a, a pack yes, that you I've can buy that. a Hot Ones pack. Yeah, and so that would be interesting for both of us to get. So we have the exact same sauces because that's important, mm. you know. And that's um, why I won't swap <laughs> them out. Under the table, <laughs> <laughs> cheater! I'm going to have your your wife. We're going to have our wives like, in the background. What are you be like, about? this is fine. This is mild. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they all have the exact same sauce on them. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good. Okay, so nice. I dig- digressed okay. our podcast into eating and uh, uh, chicken wings. 
Dude, oh, that sounds so good. I mean, it's early in the morning here for me, right. but I'm still down for chicken wings right now. That sounds yes. amazing. Yes. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's next on your list, moving us on from uh, salivating? Yeah. Um, I, so, yeah, it, I have had like, – <laughs> so the other night, it finally came to my city, and we saw everything, everywhere, all at once. Now, I'm so yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not going to get into any spoilers in this because it. I know that it is not. Um, it's not widely available yet. I mean, really it's becoming isn't. more and more available, but it's just it's one of these things that just has that that aggravatingly slow <laughs> release schedule. It is a twenty four that seems to do this. Yeah, them and neon. Mm. Uh, because I remember Parasite, when Parasite came out, like I saw people all over the country seeing it and I'm like, when is it going to come? And it finally came. I'm like, get out of the way. Here we come, you know. Um, <clears throat> but, okay, so it's a multiverse premise. I mean, we know that just from just seeing the trailer or anything else. That's not a spoiler in this. Um, <clears throat> the character journey of Michelle Yao is... I think very powerful because you, we watch for me, I found her off putting at the beginning. I found her very hard to root for. Um, some people have said, no, 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 it's not really that you have it. It's a different perspective. And that could be because I'm not of Asian descent that I don't see, you know what I mean? Like it's cultural also, which is fair enough. Mm. But the, the core principle though, is there is a character growth within this that we get to watch. And she, the whole premise is that she is experiencing because of the multiverse and the way that that multiverse works is you have a central character of um, Evelyn, Michelle Yao, and every decision she makes branches then. And so it just goes boop, 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 um, leading to all kinds of weird things. But it's not just her that, you know what I mean? It's It's her universe that we're following, but there'd be. It hurts my brain, melts it. Um, so you have all of these what ifs. Mm. What if she hadn't done this? How would her life be then? And so she kind of channels these. Uh, she has to learn how to do that and everything else. Now, I got to tell you, the first good chunk of the movie, my brain was hurting. And I was sitting there trying to figure out the rules and how does it work? And it's being told at me. But I'm like, Wait, how does this, how does this, you know what I mean? The moment that I stopped, the moment that I just said, just go with it. Just watch it come at you. Take it right as the moments come. Don't try and dissect it or figure it out mm. or, you know, the logic or anything else. It all went boom. You know, big light bulb went on and it was like, oh, this is making complete sense now. And as new things came on, they might be complex. They might be a little seemingly convoluted. But because I wasn't fighting it, it was like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That works. I can see how that – Yeah. oh, there we go. And so you have um, – I think that's the biggest thing, that if you if you go in like, oh, I'm going to try and figure out this multiverse or understand how this works, you, you might get lost mm. you know, or you might not like it as much. Um, the cast is phenomenal. Um, Ki, Ki Hui Kwan – think that's how you pronounce his name and um he was you know he's short round in uh temple of doom he's data <laughs> in goonies um 
as an adult actor. He's phenomenal in this. He gets a scene, well, actually quite a few sequences, where he really gets to shine outside of a different um, way that we see him. Hmm. Jaw was on the floor. I was like, this movie takes um, takes sci-fi, takes drama, takes martial arts, um, takes comedy, and smashes them all together. And it all works. I was I, I utterly blown away. I mean, it is a and it's a long movie. It's two hours and nineteen minutes. Hmm. Um, never bored. Just eating it all up. Uh, there is a there are portions that um, let me just say that feature a rock. Okay. We laughed out loud. Um, and yet there's an emotional gut punch to it. Also, makes no sense. Um, yeah, just the, the, all of it together was so, so good. Um, the way that they film it too is just mind blowing because they, they will center Michelle Yao's face into the frame and, um, you know, they take imagery like even from news footage, because there's one image that flashes very briefly where she's at, um, uh, not crazy, stupid love, crazy rich Asians. Um, at like a premiere for that. And you see the title in the background, you know, is, and so one of her realities is that she was in this movie and it, <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, no. And so they allow it, it just the way that they incorporate this. I mean, it's brilliant. Um, and it gives me, it was worrying me a little bit, honestly, when I, you know, you have, we have Dr. Strange two coming out. We have this multiverse movie. There's, you know, we had Loki. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I don't want I don't want this to become the new 3D. You know what I mean? Like everybody mm. decides that hey, we're just going to do a multiverse thing because we can make it crazy or extreme or whatever and like eh, it seems like a crutch and if you're not doing it well then you just ruin it and put a bad taste in your mouth. Huh. And they they kill it. Ugh, so good. Yeah. Okay, two two kind of points questions. Uh-huh. Um when you're a critic or certain people have minds that just analyze and do critical analysis so when it when you're watching something you you immediately asking yourself how did they get there how do they do that and you mentioned that a little bit earlier on when you were talking about how you were like asking yourself these questions but what does that mean how did they get there and then you were mm-hmm. able to switch your brain off was that easy to do or- yeah. Yes, because it wasn't so much on, um, like the logic of of character movements or or character progressions. It was truly like, um, uh, how does person A figure out how to do this? Where there's person B, C, and D. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? It was more of the mechanics that I was trying to figure out like how the multiverse itself worked. And so it wasn't like, I didn't shut my brain off, just shut it off. It was just more of, I need to stop trying to figure out how they're making it work Mm. so that I can take it all in context. And then with all of that context, it makes complete sense. And it it tells me how it all works. And then I understand it. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. And a second question is, and I think for most people, because of, when you mention Michelle Yeoh, your thought process will be 
uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, probably if you're mm-hmm. from that age demographic, and you'll link her to martial arts, unless you've seen recent films like Love Hard or something, which is in like the shopkeeper. Um, she was excellent in that, I think. Was that her in Love Hard? Uh, Love Hard? No. Netflix film? No, that would no. It was the other one. The, um, with with Amelia Clark, right? Yes, yes, that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where? Yeah. Uh, that's not the. That's not. That's it's not, not Love Hard, okay. but yes, so I you know, know the one. I'm, I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but for the most part, people will think martial arts, Michelle, yeah. Yes. Uh, and that has been her career. And I do wonder if that was something to do with Hollywood and culture, who she is, therefore she must do martial arts. Uh, mm-hmm. It just so happens that she has incredible talent when it comes to that and acting, which is great. Is there good martial arts in this? And how much does it play a part for those people that are, are like, or is it is martial arts not the thing? It's just a nah, thing. If you <laughs> martial arts is not the central focus, right? Um, but if you want martial arts, there are some spectacular scenes um, and yeah, really yeah. long sequences okay. and fights. Oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 and not just with Michelle oh, Yao. That's the other oh, thing. Really? That, okay. I mean, there is the, there is a point where. Um, no, I'm not even gonna get into it. Okay, it's no, just, no, no. It, I'm sold, man. I, I, I want this in my eyeballs. <laughs> we'll have to do a spoiler the, talk when I've seen this. Oh my goodness, yes, because because this is the thing that it works too within when they mash up all the genres, mm. you're getting it, um, like almost simultaneously. You know what I mean? So maybe within a martial arts sequence, you'll get some extreme comedy within that too. Nice. And totally yeah. works, which not all the time. Like when I hear it in my head, I'm like, that sounds cheesy. It's tough to do. Like it could go, it could go stupid mm. and yet it doesn't, you know, and it, and still carrying this massive emotional weight all the way through it too. Wow. So. Okay. Yeah. Can't wait. Cool. 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 Okay. So now for one that, uh, am I okay to move us on? Yes, please do. Okay, cool. So now for a Shudder original horror film that is coming out fairly soon. And I've I've checked my email. I've checked the actual description. There is nothing there about an embargo. So okay. uh, at the time of doing this, no one said I couldn't review it. I haven't put it on, <laughs> I, I haven't put it on uh, my channel. So this is an exclusive for us both. And I haven't seen nice. many reviews done by this one. So the film is called Virus 32. It's a rapid spreading virus which transforms people into intelligent, ultraviolet, extra fast zombie hunters. After each wave of attack by the monsters, they're left incapacit- incapacitated for 32 seconds while they recover their strength. This was a very interesting premise. It takes the the zombie genre of the fast paced zombie fast paced zombies that we've had a lot of, and uh, then turns that on its head. So you have that intense violence. Once they've done an, an intense violence moment, there's a 32 second reprieve as they kind of reassociate what they're meant to be. It is only a million and a half budget, so it's an indie horror film. And the thing about that makes this film work is location, 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 because it's not an English film. Um, And the location is a club where 
our protagonist is a security guard although she's not really a security guard she's just there they're trying to look after mm. the premise uh not to have it go down and let like druggies come and use it as their base uh and so you have a security guard on the street in these little kind of place where you know people uh, come past and like no you can't come in here there's a private property and then there's one inside just in case somebody does come in and sh- she has a daughter to bring your child to work they're not really allowed in there but she sneaks her in and uh, she's got a broken marriage and this is where the zombie apocalypse starts uh, it sets the tone now the location for this is incredible it's the sort of thing like if you go into a warehouse and there's this colored glass that's kind of broken and lets sun rays in but each mm. sun ray is like a different color because of the colored glass it's Ooh. that sort of aesthetic and it's just empty rooms as well and in amongst that you'll have a couple of people interact with the zombies and and, and see what different laws what's the law in here now it doesn't work all of the time because it is low budget but the actors do a good enough job to keep you really entertained with the really unique premise of location 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 and a 32 second reprieve of the horror and so there's sometimes i'm like yeah but why didn't she and how did she once you do push that aside it's a zombie movie <laughs> it's like okay yeah uh, then I, I was like, wow, this is different. I didn't think we could do any more different with, with zombies, but apparently we can. So is it the the zombies have a 32-second recovery period? Is that what that is? Yeah. Or, like, yeah. so the... Now, is it, so is they, it a collective once thing? Once they've or killed... Is it, okay. It's individual. So once they've killed or eaten together. So if, there was, if there's one body and they're, like, eating you then once they've done that they stop and literally become almost like catatonic mm. before uh, they're still aware of you but they're like uh, uh, like they it's like they're rebuilding their uh, their initial drive is to oh i must attack and eat like we've okay like the human consciousness is no longer there we've just become animal and it's like oh yes i've eaten but i'm hungry again like the virus reconnects them somehow so it so the way they use that as a mechanic so you imagine a bunch of zombies have just eaten um, and then they're all gone to sleep down the hallway and then you've got to walk between them, but you only have 32 seconds before. Yeah. And the clock is, you know, you have that countdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The urgency that that builds. Yeah. Really fun. Ooh. So, oh, and this comes out uh, the 21st. Yeah. Okay. 21st of this month on Shudder. I'm not sponsored by them, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's Argentinian. Yes. So, okay. It's really interesting. Very different. How How long? I don't see. Uh, IMDb doesn't list how long the movie is. Is it? It's not long. It, I, th- I think. Okay. As far as I can remember, it's just like 80 minutes. It's like it's, it's okay. just an hour and a half, maybe. It, yeah, it really doesn't okay. outstay its welcome. Yeah. It gives you enough to know what's going on, enough to care about your protagonists. Mm. Like little one-liners. Oh, this happened. This is why the daughter and mother relationship is estranged. This is why she still loves her husband, but something happened in the past sort of thing. Just quickly, just incidental. No, um, what you call exposition dumping. Okay. And then just like monologue for the next five minutes because blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it just carries on yeah. with the story. Which I really appreciate. I mean, this is, it, it seems like someone's, their, maybe their first feature, but they, they they raised a budget and actually ended up doing a, a half decent film. And I mm. always love that because on their budget, 
you, you just know there are some clunky shots and there's some clunky m- moments but i definitely couldn't have done better so you know i'm not gonna sit here and go no because you didn't sharpen that there was a slightly wobbly camera moment and uh, get your extras all to look the right way and react at the same time there's a there's a moment where there's a bunch of extras who are zombies <laughs> and i'm just like what's that zombie doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude look over here but but who knows what's going through a zombie's head right <laughs> true well yeah and if they if they kind of have become these mindless just predators i mean you know there could have been something shiny that they just, that's the know. thing they're, they're not really mindless they're intelligent oh. they can oh, really? open doors and think yeah. oh okay yeah so it's it just, just it's it like it base a... primal instinct yeah hunting yeah exactly or, like, okay yeah Nice. Well, and I find I find like that I'm able to overlook some of those on some of these more indie films mm. when when the story itself is so engaging. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, so there's a few technical aspects here that it, I mean it prevents it from being like, ooh, this was like the perfect movie, which mm. we know there's not really the perfect movie. So, um, <clears throat> other than Lord of the Rings, but um, yeah. I mean, I think nice. some people might be a little bit frustrated with the fact they don't really ever explain where the virus comes from. I don't mind that so much. It just starts. It happens. And then there's like a couple of news articles and things are happening around the world. And you're like, okay, it's a virus. It, one of those types of things. Yeah. yeah, I think I think for that, that's a lot of the time the only thing you need. If, if the search isn't for the cure, you know what I mean? If this mm. is just the survival type of movie, then really the true beginning of it or how it all came about – I think becomes less important. And if you can answer it with, a, you know, like a quick little news clip or you see that it's breaking out at the same time all over the world and it's just a mutated virus or something like that. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, The Walking Dead tried to string us on for six seasons with the Cure storyline. And then eventually they got onto like something else. We're just surviving. But yeah, we don't, we don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, exactly. So yeah, if that's not going to be the central storyline, then so if nice. you have Shudder, uh, this will be on one of their original, like, this is our original. I don't know if it was them. They probably bought it and is their license. But yeah. it is Either now. way, though. It's got their stamp. Nice. <laughs> I, well, I have Shudder. That is one of mine. So I, I'm going to add that to my list to check out. This is fun. Right on. Cool. Thank you for sharing that one. That's cool. Mm. Um. Okay. <clears throat> my last thing on my list. Um. <clears throat> yeah. The Severance season finale. Holy crap. Hey, I saw you drop that review for that. Mm. Oh my gosh. Now you, you've seen the series, right? Did you watch the whole series? Yeah. Okay. So I watched it weekly. Well, I came to the, I came late to the party and then I binged like three or four episodes all at once. Mm. And I, (laughs) this series, it's so aggravating when it ends (laughs) in the middle of an action. Like when episode last week's episode, whatever the the, the penultimate episode ends mid action, and I'm like, freaking, you cannot do that to your audience. That is terrible. That is Netflix mean. do that a lot as well. <clears throat> they do. Yeah, it just it's oh goodness. And so this episode, this last episode, was so incredibly intense. Like I was just on the edge of my seat, getting closer and closer to falling off of the chair because as it cuts back and forth between our three characters who have escaped and 
I don't. Is that a spoiler? I don't really know. Maybe um, you might want to take that out in the edit. Yeah, <laughs> let's back up. <laughs> so okay, so if you just saw a jump cut there, that's because Chris started to talk about a spoiler, and I don't think we're ready to talk about a spoiler. But just you know that the the show, the way that they intercut between characters, was incredibly tense, and it created this. Uh, like we were talking about with the the virus 32, this sense of urgency to it because there is a there's an unknown time limit mm. to to something that's going on to these actions, and you just feel the pressure mounting. And I wanted certain conversations to happen, and they weren't happening at the speed at which I wanted them to, and and it just it's like ugh, you know. And that's not a criticism. That was because it was just, I was fully invested, completely enthralled in everything, you know. And I love, in this instance, I love that it was told before that, uh, before this episode aired, that Apple had renewed it for a yes, second season. Yes, I was going to say, it's it's renewed. That helps. That, that did help because, yeah, because when it ends, that it, it's... <laughs> It's kind of where I want it to be, and yet I, I you really want the answer. I st- yeah. yeah, I really want some answers, and I wanted. There's there's so much that's going on mm. within this, and just the last line that the episode ends on, I'm like, Whoa. I mean, so I'm here's happy. the thing. I really hope that it's it is properly mapped out. It's not doing a lost where they've written it and they have an idea, but they actually haven't written the next two, three, four seasons. Because if they're just stringing us along with the ethereal, we don't actually know what's happening, but we have an idea, that's going to piss me off. Because it's, it, it, it's so creative, and you're always asking yourself, but what does that mean? Wait a minute, that person actually knows? Oh, they've been a part of it the whole time? And then, but how, how do they, because of the loop, I'm, I mean, I'm constantly asking myself, but in how did they... That is my brain when I'm in and out this. And so I want to mm-hmm. know the, the, the answers. Creatively, spectacularly shot. Like, it's beautiful. All the angles, everything seems to mean something, <laughs> which it does. But yeah. it is aggravating. So I, and my fear is that, like, do they, have they written it? I hope they have too, because yeah, that is a huge fear also. Mm. Um, and I have questions still about mm. it because I like some of the rules um, and some of the character motivations, I'm yeah, Lucy Goosey. I'm, I'm a little curious on, um, like maybe just take Patricia Arquette's character for one. Mm. Like the all of all of it except for the the last couple episodes makes a lot of sense, mm. and then we see some of her actions where I'm like, you. But I always suspect this has it- happened. Well, they you know, like, like it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this has happened, and this is the effect on you. But now you're doing this, and that seems to contradict some of your. You know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> if you're I, um, listening on the podcast, we're doing a lot of actions and uh, 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 because we're yes. we're navigating the the spoiler territory, which would be easy to spoil because of the nature of the show. Uh, at the same time, you probably be confused and go, huh? Uh, yeah so that's what's happening <laughs> yeah yeah i do i do wonder though sometimes it may i don't know if you wondered this also but is it is it a commentary on religion 
at some point within the show. I mean, it's definitely cult-like status, so for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it because there's there's portions that it dives into within the storyline that I'm like, I don't really know what yet what you're trying to say within this. Um, I mean, I can get pieces of it and I could bend it to say that, well, yes, this is what you're talking about, but I'm not sure that's actually what it's you know like what it's that and an it's evil goal pyramid is. scheme, maybe Scientology. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it could be all that. And it could just be as simple as, uh, well, maybe it's corporate greed or, yeah. you but know, I don't know. You explain some of the <clears throat> stuff, Chris. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> and, and, um, I, I, so there's a couple of places now that I don't ever want to go. I don't want to go to the break room. <laughs> I don't want to go to perpetuity. Um, if you're going to do a dance for me, I don't want that at all. Um, <clears throat> I will take a waffle party. Um, the dance party is, is bizarre. Uh, I'll do that. Um, I'm not sure I want the egg bar just because I'm not tattooing messages on the inside of your, uh, lip or something. So you know, it hurts, but then you get to the mirror and you see the message. That's the way to sneak, sneak in. That's, but does it, because they talk about, you know, within the rules, it, it knows because she, Helly starts to write something on her arm. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. How does it know, Chris? What is it? I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. This, this is a brilliant series. I mean, it is one. Of, it's one of the smartest and well executed shows that I've seen in quite a while. Mm. Um, you know, I really, I, I enjoyed it uh, because it, it is that mixture of odd and it makes me feel weird, mm. and yet then it sucks me in with this mystery that held my attention for a really, really long time because I don't know what's going on and they tease it out and then give me enough portions to just go like, oh, well, okay, so now I have this answer, but what the crap? Now we just ain't opened up these three other questions. And <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how Ben Stiller goes from nobody makes me bleed my own blood to this. <laughs> I grab the bull by the, by the horns. It's a, it's, a, it's a metaphor, but not really. I, I, you know, comics have some darkness in them. Yeah, I guess that. And yeah, so really that's, yeah. I think, because this is also, this this show is wildly funny in a subdued in a very and non-traditional way. It creeps way. me out, the, the, the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> From uh, that weirdness to one that... For some reason, Netflix added, it's not a Netflix original. I just added, it's an old film, came out in 2005. It's one that I thought I'd seen, and I swear that I've seen like the beginning of, and maybe it's been on TV now and again, but I decided mm. to watch it because I like the actress and uh, I like the, the story, I, I thought, and it was very unusual. So it came out in 2005. It's called The Skeleton Key. For some reason, it's ranking like number six out of, 10 of what people are watching on Netflix, at least in the UK. Have you ever seen Rebecca Skeleton Hall? Key? Um, this is. What's her name? It's directed by Ian Softley and it's Kate Hudson, Peter Sarsgaard, Gina Rowland. Yes, it's been forever since I saw this. Right. Um, I was very, very entertained uh, and 
I didn't expect the ending, which so I, was like, I can't have seen this because it feels like it's one movie at the start. You feel like it's it's a haunting house story. It's called The Skeleton Key. You understand very quickly that she, um, our main protagonist, has to look after this guy that's had a stroke, who is John Hurt, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And, oh man, he does an amazing job of having no lines, almost no lines, and acting brilliantly as well. Like, slight, subtle, facial horror expressions on his face, and he, he mm-hmm. does it so well. But, I mean, that's that's John Hurt. I was a little bit sad to see him, because obviously he's sadly passed away now, but mm-hmm. um, great to see him. But, yeah, so we have our main protagonist who gets given the skeleton key, and then this really, really creepy, creepy house. And the, the reason why it's a skeleton key is because it's the skeleton key. She can open every door. And as the, the film goes along, you're like, okay, this film's got a big hoodoo history attached to the house rather than voodoo hoodoo, uh, which is a very religious take on the voodoo. And once you find out about the house, you're like, wow, yeah, that's horrific. No wonder there's like creepy crawlies going around there. But then it takes, there was a Denzel Washington film that this reminds me a lot of, and I don't want to mention it because then you'll, if you haven't seen the film, then it really spoils it for you. Mm. Uh, But where this goes I was one of the first times I thought, wow, you're brave. You did that with the ending. Very, very cool. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Can I spoil it since it's 2005? I, I, well, I mean, it's, it's really old. I mean, I, I think you can, I don't know. I don't know. Do you want to spoil Is it worth, is it worth no, it's like a really holding good on ending. to? Yeah. Okay. Then if you yeah, haven't seen don't, it, cause don't spoil it for yourself. I, well, I've seen it and I don't remember the movie. That's the, so I don't know when I saw it. Last. So because Probably of where when it's it first located, came out. it's like Alabama swamp sort of uh, film, like this house in the middle of nowhere with these people and doesn't rely on technology. It's just old timey wimey stuff that mm-hmm. if you went there now, it would still be old timey wimey stuff. It's a sort of <laughs> doesn't change. It's a little pocket of its own world and, people don't like change and everybody knows everybody and you go into that town mm. you you best be living there forever and spend the next 50 years before they allow you into their their clique it's that sort of feeling you get uh very very clever and creepy and i don't really ever want to live there but i'd love to go through a drive through <laughs> like just like and this is where these creepy people do the ku klux klan i'm generalizing but like hollywood has you know definitely yeah, showcased yeah. yeah i can't say you feel free to say good but i'm not saying that because they will come find me if i see a, a person with a sheet at my front door <laughs> i'm smacking them in the face yeah <laughs> yeah well there's there's large portions of the country that i don't ever want to go to mm. um i've Fort, been to Fort. new orleans yeah and you know but but down into the swamps mm. even just take out take away the 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 swamp people Mm. Um, just the creatures and the bugs mm. and yeah, the, that, yeah. that is creepy in and of itself. <laughs> right. You know? And then and you add hoodoo. Yeah. There's <laughs> hoodoo mm. that voodoo that you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. I, I'm going to have to watch this again. I don't yeah. know if it's on, um, on Netflix in the U S right. Okay. It might be, um, it's on stars. In right. the US. It's it's so, really entertaining. It's just like, why haven't I watched this more? It could be on my like return list, you know. Really oh. interesting thriller, thought provoking. I'm not sure well, it's not, 
I'm not sure everybody will like it because I used to be of a certain mindset that film needs to do this at the end and mm. this film doesn't do this at the end and I can't say what it oh. is because it's uh, does it kind of does it kind of um upend your expectations yeah it was great when you said I was the, like I okay. wasn't expecting it. it was good it was like okay. oh, that's that's brave great well and I think I think that's a good thing like I don't know if you ever saw um funny games um the, mm. especially the original the the German version, not the American remake, um, even though it's by the same director. But that ending is kind of a risky ending mm. um, for that movie because, you know, they they follow certain uh, rules of movie making mm. with, with visual clues and everything else, and then they break them along the way. And so it um, – <clears throat> it was one of the first movies that I remember, at least the one that sticks, sticks in my mind, of – You've taken an ending and you've done something completely unexpected with that. Yeah. And people may not like that. I happen to enjoy it, but <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So I thought that would be a good one to kind of flag up. Some people might not even heard of this or, or seen it. Yeah. And even if you had, it might be 20 years since you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been forever since I've seen this. So I'm going to add this one mm-hmm. along with virus 32 to my list. Ooh, nice. Outstanding. All right. Nice. That's, that's me done. On the best things cool. I watched. Mm. All right, so let's dive into some news now. Um, how about? Well, I don't know. There's probably the biggest story that we have that has just come out. Um, this is this may be on your list also, but uh, the Academy mm. has ruled oh, yeah. on Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we know. Okay, so obviously we've talked about the slap. We're not going to talk about the slap. Um, we all, we also briefly mentioned that he has resigned. From the Academy, yeah, which I still don't totally understand what that means um, because it's not like he worked for the Academy. Um, he was just a member of it. So I don't know. Maybe he was part dues. of the voting people. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's what that does. Maybe that by resigning from that, removing yourself from it, you you no longer get to vote or anything else. Well, hmm. they bumped up their their meeting. The Academy was going to meet, I guess maybe in a couple of more days, but they decided to push that, I think probably out of pressure from news and from media and from just social perception, they wanted to deal with this uh, issue faster. And so they, they met, they have ruled and it has been announced that Will Smith has been banned from the Academy, uh, from Academy events, including the Oscars for 10 years. So, does uh does the crime fit the punishment? I don't know. It's a this is weird. This is a weird one because <laughs> they're punishing Will Smith for slapping somebody, but they didn't immediately deal with it. It's more like uh we need to deal with it now because the public has said we didn't deal with it. And so now they're giving him a punishment. But Will Smith is already feeling the punishment of that i don't think they needed to punish him to be honest because he's already lost two major projects because of it on hold mm-hmm. no longer netflix dumped the one i know bad boys uh four was literally going to go into production that's on the mm-hmm. shelf now he probably won't get any projects for the next two years i imagine like big ones uh and he'll have well, like sorry what were you gonna say no no go ahead go ahead yeah, so he's feeling that. And then the, then comes the, and it, all those clips are coming to light now again. His marriage was very issue. And there's this whole thing about Jada. 
I mean, I don't want to put words into your mouth or anybody, but the perception is, and I don't know if this is true, that he was going through a lot already, that he is very controlled with his relationship with his wife. And so there was a lot of anger there already. Not justifying, not saying that it was okay. It's not. But it, it, I mean, let's be real. It was a slap. It's not like he punched him or fisted him or broke his nose. He slapped him, and that was embarrassing because that was embarrassing to everybody, not just him. And the repercussions yeah. of that is evident. Like he's, you know, he's probably lost 30, 40 million now from those two films because that's what he charges mm-hmm. generally per film is like twenty million because he is the big A list. But I think we're forgetting about all the good that's come before. It's like one, there's no forgiveness at so, whatsoever. It's like one person does something wrong. Therefore, now you're you're blacklisted forever. Like 10 years is a big, harsh punishment. I, I don't, I, I agree that there needs to be a repercussion for it. But like if he sorts it out between Chris Rock and he's apologized to everybody. I don't know. Well, what do you think? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think ten years is is a lot. Also, I mean that's a decade. Like you know, you think about um, <clears throat> in in interviews when people are like, "Where do you see yourself in five years?" That's really not a fair question. No, you know, because five years is a long time. And as a person, I grow and I change. Mm. I mature or I become more immature. I don't know whatever it is, but you know what I mean. Like you don't stay static for five years. So ten years. I mean a decade. So he's fifty, that, right? <clears throat> I think yeah. I so that's something like 60. that. Yeah. That's a yeah. That's a big difference in lifestyle and person. Well, and I think especially because think about it too that just because of the perception, academy of mem- academy members are going to be less likely to nominate him anyway. Yeah, you know, for at least a while. Wow. You know, I mean, f- first off, okay, so it's probably going to be a couple of years before he even really gets a job before he's able to work on anything. Um, that people want to have his name attached to it. You know what not I mean? Because he might he's do not some good. indie it's stuff. It's just because everything that now bring the cloud of negativity that, that comes with. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Just the perception alone there. Yeah. Um, so that, that part of it, um, that's going to have the ramification. Um, I'm curious if Disney's going to drop the series that they have with him and Nat Geo, mm. you know, they certainly won't renew it. Um, <clears throat> you know, so yes, there's, there's already a massive, ramification for this and it feels like the academy is almost like knee-jerk reaction to the extreme Mm. because of public outcry yeah and and i'm not trying to minimize what he did you know what i mean it was it was bad and it was wrong um but at the same time we also watched where Disney went back with um, James Gunn yeah. and said, you know what? Yeah, you were an idiot earlier. You've since made amends. You have shown that you've changed your ways. Yeah. And it, and there wasn't a time limit on it. That was the other thing. I think that's what really, you know, as we talk about this and as I process it, I think maybe that's what bothers me the most as it would be. You know, I, I, I guess they have to put a time limit on there so that um, it's not just kind of ad nauseum out there in the ether, like, well, just whenever we want to let you in. Mm. But at the same time, by putting a time limit on there, they can't ever go back and say, like, well, you know what? We felt 10 years was too long. You, you've you done good. You've you've made amends. You've done all of these other things to show growth. Um, 
and four years have gone by and we feel that that's long enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that I, I put that, I, I'm a little shocked. I was going to say, ahead. put that into perspective as well, just using the James Gunn analogy. The jokes that James Gunn did were horrific. And he was, he's not a comedian, but he was just trying to be funny. But yeah. he was using pedophilia mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a joke mechanic. If you said that in the Oscars, like, you'd be done, right? Like, I'm sure that the yeah. backlash would have been worse than what Disney did. They just fired him and yeah. saying, we don't accept any of that. Then they rehired him. Now, again, putting that in perspective, you get slapped. Okay, that's physical abuse. Mm-hmm. I th- I still think it's different if he would slap a woman. Way different to slapping a man. It just is. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Abuse is abuse is abuse. Fine. Slap is a slap is a slap. But again, I come back to it's not that they got into a physical brawl. He felt slighted or upset about what somebody said about his wife. And his reaction to that was, I can't let this stand. My wife is looking at me. I was fine with it. Her reaction was, I'm upset. So now he's grieved as a husband. And I do think it comes down to people who've been married for a while. You know, you want to protect your spouse. Even if you're arguing with her, that doesn't mean you don't love her. Like if you Mm -hmm. have grievances, but it's different if somebody else says something. So now somebody else has made fun of her alopecia to millions of people. And you're like, you know what? I'm not going to let that stand. So he could have sworn at him and go, hang on, Chris. I know this is the Oscars. This is there's a time and place. That's not funny. Right. He, he, but the way he reacted was wrong. And now he's dealing with that. Like, So my feelings are like, yeah, I, I don't know. Are, are we allowed to forgive? It does seem like that isn't allowed. I'm like, but okay, he is sorry. He made a mistake. He's going to suffer repercussions for it. Can we? Like, he's an actor, man. He, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and I would, I mean, I would still like to have seen, um, and maybe it will come at some point, but the actual face-to-face reconciliation between he and Chris Rock. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that holds more weight yeah. than than a written statement. Yeah. Um, or even just even of if he were to video record it, that, that's not as as much. It's not as personal. And Chris Rock may not want it right now. Yep, you know what true. I mean? Yeah. And so you, you also have to take that into account. Yeah. Chris Rock may just be like, you know what? No, dude, you got to wait. Yeah. Uh, you, you're on my timeline and I'm not ready to see you or I don't want to see you. Mm. You know what I mean? Something like that. But- I just think, um, I mean, the ramifications come already as a result of his actions. Yeah. You know, and then it's just, anyway, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's an overreaction for 10 years. Mm. Um, you know, because it's not like he's Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein exactly. Yeah. You know what I, yeah. That, yeah, banned forever. Just, done so i don't i anyway okay yeah it yeah yeah it, it upsets me because for me will smith has done so much good not just his acting but if you know what he stands for at least just take last five years him on youtube the the fear conquering mm-hmm. talking out being positive the things that he started so all of the good does that outweigh is done by one slap that is does does that mean that yeah that all goes out the window i don't know yeah in in today's society, yes, yes, but that's um, it's not right. Yeah, yeah, and I think I mean, yeah, and that's I think that's just the danger of the public persona too. You mm. know what I mean? That you have 
But people joke. You're they go, judged. Let's cancel him. And the, but they do. Out in their droves, in their millions. You're cancelled. I'm not going to let this stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I. Mm. Mm. Hey, it's the internet. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> That's how, why we started with your question. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you maybe have some um, some happy news? Uh, I don't know if it's happy news, but we've got date changes again. Um, okay, so really? this is not really happy news, but I do feel like this is off the back of Ezra Miller. Let's talk about Ezra Miller for a second. Because mm, okay. nobody's banning him from anything except kind of they are so recently in hawaii he was arrested uh for being pretty nasty towards people uh Mm -hmm. and then and then also what came out him on the set of uh grindelwald i believe or throughout all three films he's been quite difficult to work with uh more and more of that is coming out and so Mm. there seems like there's a trend of character here and so now uh, Warner Brothers are putting stop to The Flash or anything that's coming afterwards. Um, that film is now being postponed again till next year. John Wick Chapter 4 is postponed till next year. Aquaman The Lost Kingdom postponed till next year. Transformers Rise of the Beast postponed until next year. Uh, Wait, is Ezra Miller in all of those? Yes, he is, yeah. <laughs> He's a oh he, he's a he's just like a, a a ghost character. No, I'm joking. He's just he's, he's just in the one. Wait, did you take me oh, seriously? But <laughs> you, you bummed me out when you said John Wick. All the rest of them, I was like, okay, whatever. But John Wick, I'm like, wait a minute here, what? <laughs> yeah, no, but those are those are some of the dates of the films that have all been pushed back again. Um. But this is a knock-on effect again from Ezra for the Warner Brother films, their their universe mm. with the DC films, with uh, Aquaman and the Flash. Now the fans are calling for the actor who plays the Flash in the TV series to be replaced with the Flash movie, and they've already had their crossover. There was an episode in TV where Ezra Miller met the Flash because you can have that. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, they have, okay. so they so there is a writing mechanic they could use, and he he obviously mm. knows what he's doing because he did it for eight seasons. Um, yeah, <laughs> and he's fun to watch. I don't necessarily like all the characters. I won't say who I hate in the Flash TV series, <laughs> <laughs> but I like him as the Flash. I think he's great. I'm disappointed in Ezra because I do think from what I've seen with him as the Flash, I enjoyed him as the Flash. I think he had good comedic timing. It's just, it's this, it's this public persona between what's going on with the actors at home and in their personal lives to what they're doing on screen. And that's fine. You can do what the hell you like at home, but when it bleeds into affecting other people, you would just think, like, at what point do you suddenly become so big in your bridges, as a, a, a colloquial English saying, you're too big for your bridges, um, mm-hmm. that you think it's okay for you to act that way. You think the studio is not going to dump you. At the end of the day, you're just a worker, right? Someone gives you a script. Yeah. 
and acting is just a job just because hollywood and the rest of the world have made you something like if you might feel like you're a god you're not <laughs> you're a person that has done a job you're paid very well for that but as soon as you start disrespecting other people especially in today's society you're going to lose everything you had well and it affects so many people of the crew yeah you know it's all of these people they're not mm. You know they're not they're not getting gigs or they're 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 not getting paid for this gig yet or however that works I don't know but I mean you just think yeah that's that's too bad I mean you know and everybody has their own crap and they they all have bad days and stuff so it's not it's not that but it's if you have if you have like junk in your life that is affecting mm. more than just a one off you need to you need to get some help you need to get some work done. Um, you know, sort that crap out so that you're not affecting everybody else's livelihood as well. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Anyway, um, I do have some good news, exciting news that the world needs. To, and, and it's Nicolas Cage news. So, Ooh, you know, anytime, okay. so we're excited about the unbearable weight of massive talent, right? <laughs> yes. Well, the first reviews so have excited. come out. 27 <laughs> reviews as of 13 hours ago, puts the tomato meter at 100%. Nice. <laughs> Come on. I'm so excited for this film. It's ridiculous. It looks like it's going to be stupid, but exactly what we want. Yes. Well, have you seen the newest trailer? No, I've been avoiding everything. For, okay. Well, I like I didn't search it out, but when I saw Morbius, mm. um, they played the new trailer, which gave more context to what's going on in the film. Um, and it didn't lessen my excitement at all. I mean, it gave a little bit more, you know, and like, ooh, okay, I, well, I was totally on board to see it, not knowing anything about it other than it's Nicolas Cage being just kind of off the wall in a big caricature of himself. Mm. Now I have a little bit more context for within that. Um, <clears throat> but it, it, I think it has me more excited <laughs> now because there's actually like, I see that there's a story arc in there, you know, that it's not just Nicolas Cage being weird and wild, that it actually, there's a point to it. Yeah. So, ooh, I'm, I'm super excited. I don't get to see it, though, for like two more weeks. I think I see it, I see it on the 19th. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I had screeners, but I decided just to watch it. I had screeners. I had a press screening to go to, but... There was a very oh. long London trip, and I... I it, oh, yeah. yeah. It's too expensive, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Well, and that, that is my press screening. Like, our press screening is right before it comes out, which is just... <laughs> it's unfortunate, but yeah. that's okay. I'm looking forward to You're it. You're looking forward. That's worth, worth it to you to yeah. go. Yes. Yeah. Um, hey, do you... Okay, so we both have kids who are now um, older-ish. Mm -hmm. Um. Did your kids enjoy, or did you as even as a family, enjoy the Spy Kids series? Yeah, we, we enjoyed, uh, well, oh, there's more me, more me enjoying it. I, I died, <laughs> our kids. I, I'm a, a fan of Stupid. I'm a fan of Robert Rodriguez. Uh, mm. I think I enjoyed the first two, and then the third one was just, what are you? Um, yeah, they kind of fell off there a little bit there. And they did but... something later that was from the same director. Oh, yeah, L Lava Girl and 
whatever man. Uh, they did, yeah, they're yeah. Shark Boy and Lava Shark Girl. Boy. Yeah, but yeah. and then they did they did just recently. We could be heroes, I think, on Netflix or something yes. like that. And that. Like I tapped out of that one like that wasn't within good. the first several minutes because yeah. I just couldn't do it. Uh-huh. Um, but Netflix has, according to Netflix, they have closed a deal uh, to do a reimagining of Spy Kids. Okay. Now, is Robert Rodriguez here's, here's he is going to be writing and directing it. All right. Yeah. There you go. I'm down for it. So, see, I think that might work then. I think because you have the original director and writer coming back to take a new take on it. Yep. Ah, it's, that could it's be fun. him with new technology at the helm of a Spy Kids for sure. Yeah, and you know, I mean, he is—he is king of doing everything on blue or green screen. Yeah, um, and he's good at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of times. And I think in these movies, because they're a little cheesy, the the oversaturated colors and the brightness and the flashiness actually accentuates in a good way, you know, versus uh, something that if it wasn't meant for that would come across very fake looking. Mm. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 excited by the news. We'll, we'll have to see how the how the execution is, but you know. Okay, so if I said to you the director Mark Molly, would you know who I'm talking about? No, no, Mm-mm, that doesn't sound no. I don't blame you because what he's done <laughs> is Nissan Shoulders of Giants, a video short, GoDaddy Tattoo Shop, video short, Apple iPad Homework, video short, Apple at Work, The Underdogs, video short. That was in 2019. So, never in a million years would you be like, I know the logical next step is for him to direct Beverly Hills Cop 4 with Netflix. What? (laughs) 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 I mean, well done, dude. I don't know how you pulled that out of the... Nice. Netflix movie, Beverly Hills Cop. I presume... You can't, I mean, I presume it's Eddie because you literally cannot do that without Eddie. Yeah, you, you the, it does say it doesn't Eddie, work if you say, so. yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was in my head, too. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. I was like, who is who's Mark Mully? And then I looked yeah, at him up and I was like, I still don't know who Mark Mully is. Mm-mm. No. No. Well, good. Does it say when the movie's coming out or is it just is it just entering like pre-production? Uh it says nothing. <laughs> it doesn't even okay. have a picture. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Well, that'll be that'll be fun. I mean, we'll we'll see how it goes. I mean, I guess maybe maybe if it's a Netflix original, um it has more leeway. Uh maybe I don't know. You know, no not as many constraints as like a regular a uh, studio picture may have mm. maybe i don't know that's hopefully it's good decent yeah entertaining funny yeah yes mm. yeah okay <laughs> um did you did you kids were your kids ever in, uh playing because i know they play some games did they ever play any of the lego games oh dude yeah i was i i look as i look up into my shelf i have for ps2 I have Lego Star Wars 1 and 2. Because <laughs> yeah, just this week, game. after all the pushbacks, we had the release of the the Skywalker trilogy. And um, I, I, my son has been playing it with his friend. And it, he, he doesn't mm-hmm. even like Lego. 
uh, the Lego games, and it was like, this is great. It looks spectacular. It's got all the voices. They go to locations that you don't see in the film that you would love to go and see. Uh, Lego doing their thing. So, I mean, that's great. Not reviewing the game, just talking about Lego, which is great. But apparently there's a Lego Kermit coming. What? <laughs> is it? Is it a show or a game or a... Um, Why? <laughs> what other Lego <laughs> franchises would you like, Chris? I, I mean, the Lego movie works because it's so random, and they're able to pull in so many different IPs at once. Mm. Um, you know, and and have it just because they've licensed so many of those. But I, Kermit, yeah, really? it's not. It's not actually. A Lego game. It's a collection of a Muppet uh, minifigures from Lego. So you have oh. Kermit, the, Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, Animal, Gonzo, Rolf the Dog, Fonzie. What, what, not Fonzie. Fonzie. That, Fonzie. There is Fozzie the Bear, <laughs> Swedish <laughs> Chef, Janice, <laughs> Dr. Bunsen, Honeydew, Beaker, Statler, Waldorf. Yeah. I'm totally buying these. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! It's so much fun. Okay, so that that was that was the good news. Uh, <laughs> I just thought, okay, that's <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, the, the, that's <laughs> that's bizarre. But on the side note, just from the Lego game, yeah, my son also bought that um, and, oh. has, and has been playing it with his friends, and nice. I may buy it too because I loved that game because it's right up my alley. Um, I'm a very 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 casual gamer, mm. and so if if I can go run around and um you know shoot things and they explode into little lego pieces and i collect coins <laughs> and if i die yeah. i just regenerate right then yeah. you know what i mean and i can just keep going yeah. that's my kind of thing it's low stress um there's still some puzzles in it you know and some things that you have to figure out um in the old ones i loved using the cheat codes uh because that was just outstanding so that way i could just go anywhere and everywhere and have all the stuff that i wanted and then i just get to experience the game because i'm not there to solve the game i'm not there to finish it i'm just there to play yeah you know and <laughs> I, i'm with you on that uh okay so that's uh, all my news except for one piece which i think we're leaving oh. till the end have you got any more before we talk about that no we can talk about it oh cool uh jim carrey yeah He's decided. He made an announcement. Yeah, he did. Do you want to? Do you want to say what the announcement? No, is? no, go for it. Okay, go so he's tentatively decided that he's going to quit acting, uh, which made me sad. But yeah. he also said, like as a caveat, that if there's an amazing script, that is totally mm-hmm. him, that he would come out to do it, like, which is great. But the reason why he gave that is like he's acted for many years. He just wants to enjoy life. He's loving painting. He is a painter. Mm-hmm. He's got his money. He's got his homestead. Why not actually enjoy life? I think a lot of actors are actually coming out of COVID going, you know what? I didn't mind spending time with my friends and family <laughs> at home. That was actually good. Yeah. Oh, that's what life is like, apart from doing 15 hours a day for nine months of the year, having a few weeks <laughs> break and going straight into another project. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I should really be enjoying my life. So I don't all of us <laughs> begrudge all- him. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, we all feeling that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except we don't have the large chunk of cash. No, that no. They, <laughs> yes, I wish. That some of them did, yeah. yes. Uh, oh. So because of that, we were going to rank our top five. Yeah. 
Jim Carrey. Yeah, I, I. This was I, hard, Chris. I, this was much harder than I thought it was going to be for me. It was it was less hard for me because there's a chunk of movies that I have not seen in a really long time. Oh, okay. Well, and so I was going to say, you know, I so thought I, you were going to say I haven't seen, and I was about to be upset. There's well, there were there I, there were a couple on there, one or two I think that I haven't seen um, or that I've seen partial portions of, and one of them is going to piss you off. Um, oh, because you don't I, like I know, it. and it may, and it may. No, 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 that I haven't, I'm not sure I've seen, if I haven't seen, I know I haven't seen it all. Right. Um, okay. And it may be your number one. My guess is it's your number one or your number if two. If it is, I, but, I um, just don't understand how we're still I, friends, Chris. I, I know, I know. Because I think is. it's in my top uh, 10 favorite movies of all time, never mind my number one. I, it, <laughs> may, it might be. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll get when we get to it. Okay. Um, you want to start? You want me to start? Uh, well, let's see what you do with this. I'm worried, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm worried Chris. <laughs> Where's our friendship okay. going to go after this? All right. So my number five uh, is Bruce Almighty. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I, Great. I love the concept of it. I love um, I love the character arc and the growth and the just even the, the lessons learned. And it's still wildly funny. You know, he gets to be his whole – I mean, just his over-the-top self. I mean, you know, all the signature moves that he does, you know, with his body or with his face. I mean, Mm. just playing up to those so much. And yet it's still – the movie has heart. And I think that's what I I love about it. Um, I also love that it allowed in some small way – for uh, Steve Carell to to branch off and have um, a sequel-ish movie. You know, to to with Evan Almighty, but yeah. um, yeah, no, no, this was uh, this is a good one. It, it it has been this has been a long time since I've seen it. Also, but I I still um you know have very fond memories of it and just the the fact of when he he hits yes to <laughs> to answer all the prayers <laughs> and just the chaos that that <laughs> that ensues, you know, and and understanding that. Well, no. Sometimes no is a is a valid response, <laughs> you know. <laughs> There's a scene um, that everybody knows. Some people might know it, but n- not know that it's from Bruce Almighty with Steve Carell, and yes, well, he's on the news <laughs> and he's he's and I don't think. I, like I'm literally crying with laughter when he does that scene, the the, the combination of Corral and and Carrie's timing, I think, in that is what makes it so funny. Um, oh my goodness! Well, and doesn't it, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that like the thing that Corral used as his um as his audition, and because he nailed it, like that's what got him the part. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know if that's, that's lore true, or if I don't That's if I'm, amazing. And uh, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just what a great scene. <laughs> um, what does he say? I like her to uh, do. It's so funny because he, he goes from making weird noises and he's reading the prompt and the prompt message is changing. <laughs> and then he's like, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, 
Uh, so yeah, so that's good. a good one. I think <laughs> I was tossing and turning whether having that one at my five. I'll probably keep that one as my five as well. Um, there's a few others that Jim Carrey does so well with that mm. sort of overreacting. Um, so I'm going to mention the one that I had in place of this, and that would be Liar Liar. Uh, okay. Just mm-hmm. for scenes in that, that's just such a repeatable film for, for lines like, um, could you spare some change? Yes, I could. Well, could you? <laughs> or or um, what do you think about my hair? No, what do you think about my dress? Whatever takes the focus off your face. Oh. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? I've had better. There are just so many lines. Uh, or the lady with the, the the huge knockers in the. Well, that's because everybody. <laughs> oh my goodness! Just could you imagine being in the writers' room for that? Oh. Just because it's like we we. What do we want him to say yes to? Uh, you know what I mean? What do we want him to tell the truth? <laughs> <laughs> um the pen is royal royal blue is one of my favorite scenes of physical acting where he's trying to make the the lie true and he's writing with the pen that is blue he's trying to write red and eventually it's like that pen is royal blue <laughs> oh my goodness just oh yeah that's that's it. I have that in my honorable mentions only because it's been forever since I've seen it and I don't remember. But but I mean, I think it actually may have bumped up in my list. Um, now just la- just, just remembering these lines, the lines. And just, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, yes the, the kid oh at at um, home, no, at school. Like, what does your dad do? Oh, my dad's a liar. Oh, I think you mean lawyer. <laughs> no, I think I had the right. Right. Very clever. So good. Oh, okay. So was Liar Liar number five then? Yeah. Is that what that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number four is uh, Ace Ventura. Nice. Just him, Conquer you know, him riding the, yeah, just, you know, he, fresh out of uh, In Living Color and um, just that was, that's really the first thing that I remember seeing. I mean, I remember him as like Fire Marshal Bill mm. and stuff, but but really to watch that, I mean, we watched that movie over the course of a summer uh, probably six or seven times. Yeah. You know, just, it is, it's so ridiculous, so over the top. Um, and that, the whole crying game scene, um, <laughs> just... <laughs> I don't know. There, there's, I, I do think it, it it landed him into a little bit of a um, way he did a bunch not of a, that. Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily. It's I wouldn't call it a rut so much as it just it was um, like repeating, like some of those caricatures mm. and some of those those mannerisms, um, which then got a little tiresome. I guess maybe you know what I mean. Like it just mm. it became a lot. Maybe yeah. that's more of what it is. Like it didn't take away from that movie because that movie is really funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> okay. Nice. How about your number four? My number four is also got a number in it. It's the number uh, 23. <clears throat> uh, this is the first time I saw Jim Carrey. I think this was the first movie. He may have done serious films before, but I'd never seen him do a role like this. 
and I was just blown away by the story. And for that whole year that I watched it, all I saw was the number 23 everywhere. <laughs> I was like, it's really true. This literally, yeah, one plus two is three and two. <laughs> and, and you're like, you're seeing 23 everywhere. But it's such a weird, dark film and it just gets darker. And he plays it so well that I was just like, why don't you do more of these? Uh, mm. It's it's one that I know a lot of people haven't seen, that because most people just don't equate Jim Carrey with dark, uh, and it gets darker as it goes. This, this is the one that I was referring to right. that I'm not sure I've seen yeah. all of it. Yeah, um, I've seen portions of it, and so it. Um, yeah, well, and I think that's this is the beauty too of of taking the comic. And having them, you know, use some of that internal darkness mm. to craft a character and to really sell it. Yeah. And <clears throat> cool. Nice. So what's okay next for you? Uh, my 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 number three, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Nice. That's my number three um, as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Just I, it so good. Uh, again, the one of that I need to go back and revisit. It has been a while yeah. since I've watched yeah, it. Yeah, you know it's good, but um, you can't quite remember why it's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I don't have that that same um emotional response. Mm. Like I remember having the emotional response to it yeah. and um I remember really enjoying it and the performances and just how how different it was. But if you ask me to talk about like, well, what scene in this was the most impactful? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah. Okay. I just remember loving the delivery or, or his, not the delivery of lines, but his delivery of lines with his um, counterpart. What's her name? Um, oh, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Yeah. I just thought they were so, mm. it was just, they were chewing up the scenery when they were on together. It was just enjoyable mm. to watch. They weren't on together all the time, but it was like there's two separate stories, but one person trying to find that themselves again in their lost memories. And I, mm. I, I thought he, he just, he played that so well. Mm. Absolutely. Um, okay, my number two, which maybe yep. your number one, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the Truman Show. Yeah, that's my number one. Yeah. Is it? Okay, well, yep. I'll just briefly say no, I, I talk about it, it is we can talk about it now it's fine. it it's just so beautifully done um so emotional so just mm. this is one that i loved because of his range that we see and mm. it's not that over to the top i mean he brings there's there's a huge humanity that he mm. brings to it and i loved seeing that within there and then the the, the supporting cast Incredible. as well yeah. you know and just yeah the great thing about the story one? is you're rooting for him from the beginning. As yes. soon as you find out that, oh, he's he's basically trapped and he doesn't know it, but he can feel it. So he kind of does know it. And the, the way they're just like holding him, it's like, but this is not right, no matter what. And, and then you play with the, but he's had an amazing life. Basically, this whole world is his, right? But it, it you're constricted. But it, it's been staged. Mm. You know, so how much of it? it, (laughs) Yeah. Everybody's responses to people acting weird suddenly with things that have been sponsored in there. (laughs) Get this for your wife. Like, (laughs) who are you talking to? (laughs) Or suddenly raining on it. It's just so cleverly done. Uh, And and so by the time you get to that end, there's this amazing love story. 
he's in love with the person that he knows is not real but he's seen her once and you're just like so a true love story fantastic conquering fear with the like on the ocean in the water is his best friend mm. his best friend because he has these fake memories about his father that they've just created uh yeah and then eventually getting to the end of his world you know it's like oh my gosh he's really brave because he's pushing past those boundaries and everybody that's watching but it also has a lot to say because yes. once the show is finished, they cut to the people. Oh, what do we do now? Oh, let's just go and watch this, you know, that thing. And like immediately after 25 years of watching this guy nonstop and everybody being obsessed with it, next thing. And it's just yep. like, mm, on, that, on is, the next. that yeah. is poignant. Yeah, that is a, ooh, that is a, a, a sharp commentary ooh. right there on us. Yep. As the audience, yes. you know what I mean? And to have that mirror turned back yep. so quickly, it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's right. Damn it. Damn it. And I think when yeah. this came out, Big <laughs> Big Brother was huge as well. Yeah. It was first yeah. came out and they're like, yeah, I told you that that, that, that that was crap. Stop watching Big Brother people. <laughs> uh, but that hasn't gone away. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Mm, unfortunately, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, what's your number two then? Yeah. So uh, as much as I love the Netflix series, for me, this one came first mm. and it really showcased what Carrie could do. Uh, like we already knew what he could do, but getting to see him play with multiple, a multitude. He did it in the mask, but this was fun yeah. because it had a really great story and, and you you were on the kid's side. Of course, you know what I want to talk about. It's the series Absolutely. of Miss... Uh, of unfortunate events and i just i could watch this probably easier to watch this than the series i love neil patrick harris as count olaf mm-hmm. and i think what he does with that character is great and we got three seasons i do think they they drew it out a bit i think the scripting yeah. for the seasons are phenomenal uh but the movie manages to consolidate that into one movie uh there are um, and a mountain, and a mountain, that's, I speak English good. There is a mountain of books, I think, a few that you could go for the stories afterwards. Jim Carrey, you, will. you love to hate him in this movie. Like, you just can't get rid of him. It's like a, it's like a pimple that keeps coming back. It's like a spot you <laughs> splat that comes back. Yeah, sorry for all those <laughs> nasty. Very visual vision, vision. imagery there. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's good. It's good. Yeah. So oh, that's my number two. Nice. Um, okay, I've got I've got three uh, honorable mentions. Nice. Yeah. So um, I know a lot of people don't like this movie, and I'm not sure I really like this movie a whole lot. But the Grinch. Mm. Um, just the fact that the man is doing that basically with his face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they they made him green and they added a little bit here and there, but most of that, <laughs> that's still him. It's just It's one uh, of my go to's on Christmas. That Muppets Christmas Carol, Elf. Mm. Those are the three I really want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Um Batman Forever. Nice. You know You see, you I don't know, like the you, film, but Jim Carrey yeah. when he go when you release a tamed animal into its surroundings, it adapts to its surroundings. <gasps> Joy Gatham So Sorry. He, I have a well see, and that's where it <laughs> that's where it worked. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh-huh. in, yeah, I'm not I'm not a massive fan of the movie at all. Uh, right. But that but him, I think he's the bright spot 
yep. within there. Agreed. Um, the last one is uh, Yes Man. Mm, it's and, fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just what a great concept too. Mm. You know what I mean? That you just. Inspiring. It again, is. I. Yeah. yeah. And I, um, it's been forever again with mm. that one. And that's one of the ones that I want to see. Is that the one also where he does the, um, he grabs the guitar when the guy's on the window and he starts singing. I don't know. Um, I know he does. Gosh, he, he joins a bunch of classes now. and does things that he normally wouldn't. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can I mention uh, an honorable mention before yes. you do your number one? Please do. Uh, kick, yeah, yeah. kick ass two. He's not huge. Like he doesn't have a mm-hmm. massive part in that film, but him as Colonel Sanders and stripes. <laughs> my goodness. I, I loved him in that. It, it, it was just awesome. I was rooting for I haven't him. seen the movie. Have you not? Okay. It's No. So in Kick-Ass 1, there is mm-hmm. Nick Cage as uh-huh. basically Batman, and he was awesome. So then you get the, the, the equally crazy character, Jim Carrey, as Colonel Sanders in Stripes, who is equally that character, but mm-hmm. they've just found a way that it really works. Jim Carrey is perfect for that role. I love it. So much fun. Nice. Mm. Okay. I'll have to check that one out. Mm. Um, is it mostly the same cast? Yeah, mostly. They've just kind of grown up and okay. changed, and they've added a few more, and the, the the kids have all grown up a bit. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. My uh, my number one, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Okay. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> I, I, the movie makes me laugh every time. Um you know, any unusual pairings? No, mostly doggy style. Um, <laughs> just, just go. Just, oh, it's so warm. warm. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, the, the, I mean, it was funny too. I always think to um, this interview that I saw with Jeff Daniels um, or that I read about mm. where he had turned down the role. Of course. Basically. And they're like, uh, well, it's Jim Carrey. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> I mean, he, you know what I mean? Writing, <laughs> writing that, knowing that, oh, he, Jim Carrey is at like the height of his popularity right now. Yeah. And for me to be associated with this movie will do wonders for my own career. Yeah. You know, but and I understand just, saying no, if it's just you, because the, the script is oh. ridiculous. It's a stupid movie. <laughs> it, it doesn't make it, sense. It shouldn't exist. It's. <laughs> No, it shouldn't. But because of the Harry and Lloyd, yeah. that's what the works. I mean, just the pairing. <laughs> just, I mean, how much fun is that? You know what I mean? To just get to play just utter idiots. I mean, and Jeff you know, Daniels, just, it was unusual to see him in a role like that because he doesn't do movies like that and hasn't really since. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, no. He's more of the serious yeah. um, actor. I mean, he did. He was a little zany in, um, but not, but he was still very serious, but within um, arachnophobia. Oh, uh, yeah. True. You know, but not, but, but not, not nearly to this degree at the, all. Like that. That's scared of spiders. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Like so. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I don't, I don't do the spider thing. Um, okay. Did you have any more on your list? Uh, there mm-hmm. is the man in the moon because I think a lot of people haven't seen it and I think P- Carrie's performance there are moments in that I was just like this is genius you should be nominated for an Oscar for mm. the, the moments in this not a particularly exciting film and it is slow mm-hmm. but one that really showcases that Carrie is an amazing actor yeah 
And I think people forget that because they all they take it for granted that comedy isn't as good as all the other types of acting. Hmm. Yeah. And that's that's not the case at no, all. Well, and, and think about it. I mean, it's hard to be funny. It is. Yeah. Because you've know, seen I mean, so many films it, where people are think they're funny and it just doesn't work. That's exactly it. I mean, all of the funny movies stand out to us as being comedy. You know what I mean? They're comedy. And we're like, oh, yeah, no, no, that was great. I love that. But really think about all of the movies that are billed as comedy or where they have comedic elements in them or supposed comedic mm. elements in yeah. them. And they're terrible. And it's noticeable. Uh, the bubble. Yep. You couldn't see both of us wide-eyed nodding back and forth. That, that's a prime example of a recent film that has a huge budget, all-star cast, wasn't funny. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It was two hours of, of not fun. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, hey, let us know what uh, what would top your list. What are some of your favorite Jim Carrey movies? Uh, mm. Tweet at us at Best We Watched. We would love to hear that. Um, okay. Uh, how about some of the things that we're looking forward to this coming week? Um, yeah. I have, I yes, have I'm hoping you, the, the, the Netflix stuff is going to be less poo. Cause I tell you, Chris, I've seen so much poo this week that I just couldn't believe it. I saw two Chris Pine movies that were both meh. One was equally meh and the other one was more meh than the other. Okay. So which one, uh, the, the one with the knife, all the old knives. Yes. My goodness, because I, I almost watched so that bored. last night. I'm so bored. Okay, so that long. see, we watched. My wife and I watched the trailer, and we were like, "Well, that it has potential, but it also looks like it could be exactly what it shows it to be." And well, I stuck it on because okay. Chris, it, I saw an interview with him, and he said this was a labor of love, and I was like, "Okay, it's Chris Pine. Like, when's huh. he not good? Yeah. And he's not yeah. not good in this. It's just boring." <laughs> Oh, the movie itself the is movie just is not boring. Yeah. worth it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, and, and it, <sighs> the thing is, it's shot spectacularly. It's acted incredibly. <laughs> you know, everybody's bringing their A game. Uh -huh. But I was just like, can I just switch it off? I just don't want to watch it. I, uh... I did. My wife stopped watching, so I stopped watching. And then I went back and watched it. And I was like, yeah, I wish I hadn't. I wish I'd just gone to sleep. Yeah. Oh. And then the okay. other one well, was The Contractor. Uh -huh. which was on Amazon. Uh which has some nice action in it, but it, it, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. That one was not on my list to watch, but the, all the old knives was, but I'm glad that I did not see it. Cause yeah. So, yeah. The, and that was just the, the, the start of the stuff we watched. We also quit mm. Outlander, Outlander, cause we got to the second season midway through. We're like, nah, this hasn't changed. Nah, this is soap drama characters are just doubling down on the annoying parts and the story isn't going to the parts that we enjoy so goodbye <laughs> yeah yeah we haven't we haven't watched for years yeah so yeah i get that okay well so so off of the poo what are what are the th some of the things so that you're the, hoping are poo, good this week um well there's a couple <laughs> that i know are good for example hard sell uh that's coming this week that's on my list. I haven't gotten screeners yet for it. Have you yes. have you got a chance to watch it? Yes. Oh. Yes. All the yes. <laughs> it's Okay, cuz it's cat go for it. Yeah, no, it's just it's you classic talk. British mockumentary and it's perfect. Yeah. When it's it's uh Catherine T Tate. Tate? Yeah. 
Yeah, she's yes. playing all of the roles. Yeah, it's Catherine right? Tate doing Catherine Tate, like what she's really good at. <laughs> if you liked her, like doing that, if you don't really know her, she is very much um, British royalty when it comes to TV. Mm. Uh, you might have seen her in Doctor Who. Uh, yeah. And she's done it. She's at a film. She's in a film at the moment playing Catherine Tate, like this character she used to play, old lady. Uh, but in this. It's just, it's written for her. Like, I can't see nice. anybody else having played that role. Um, but yeah, once we do reviews for it, we'll talk about it. Um, Sweet. But for me, Ultraman, second season. Oh, yeah. Okay. Comes out Thursday. Very much looking forward to it. I love anime. I wasn't a huge fan of like the CGI kind of. Because I always feel like, well, that's not anime. You didn't animate it. It's a computer. Like, you didn't draw it and then use a computer to mm. duplicate your whatever. And But after the first episode, I was like, okay, I, I'm in. I know it had a bit of a mixed response with fans because the, there's the original Ultraman and then Netflix has brought in more Ultraman and it's just Ultra Ultra Man. So... <laughs> But the story well, was when good. you say the original Ultraman, though, I mean, are you talking like with the 60s that um, that we used to watch? Oh, not like in costume, but anime. <clears throat> oh, yeah. oh, oh, OK. OK. Yeah. OK. I think. Yeah. Maybe. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think about that. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, choose or die. Oh, yeah. That comes out at the end of the week. Yeah. Right? Could be good. Uh no one's answering my questions about like can I get a screener so I presume mm. it's not good <laughs> until I've watched yeah, it yeah that's not a good it's never a good sign yeah. for a yeah, film no. with a decent cast that they're not giving you screeners for Asher Butterfield you know he's great mm-hmm. uh, yeah but I like the premise of it tempted by a chance to win unclaimed prize money two friends reboot a mysterious 1980s video game and step into a surreal world of next level terror see sounds fun it sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to <laughs> And there you go. We, we, we shall see. So what's on your list? Yeah. Um, we briefly mentioned Outer Range, so I'm really looking forward to that. The first couple of episodes dropped this week. Um, Anatomy of a Scandal is on Netflix. Mm. It's uh, Sienna Miller. It's a limited series, which I love limited series. Ugh, have you watched I love yet? it when they do that. I haven't. No, I've had the screeners for like almost a month Um, (laughs) and I'm going to be binging it this week so that I just uh, so that it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm looking forward to that. I am looking forward to hard sell Mm. also. And a movie is coming out in the theaters this week in the U.S. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if it's coming out worldwide or what. Uh, I got to see it last week at a press screening, but it's called Father Stew. It's with Mark Wahlberg. Yes, I've heard about this. Heard about it? Okay. It's based on a true story. Hmm. And um, I'm excited to see what people think of it. Um, It's kind of different. I mean, it's an inspiring type of of true story, Hmm. um, but it's different, you know? And so um, uh, Mark Wahlberg has also Mel Gibson in which – let me tell you, was really good to see him in this role. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, like kind of like going down the road of of Bruce Willis a little bit, where he's had some some iffy roles mm. here and there. Mm-hmm. This one, um, this was a return to. Oh, you know what? Mel Gibson actually can pull it off 
when um when given the opportunity. Yeah. So okay. Well, yeah. there's so that one hits. Yeah. There's two Go for it. fairly big films coming out here in the UK. I'm surprised you didn't mention one of them, which which must means it comes out later for you. But one is Operation Mincemeat. It's uh, Colin Firth, Matthew McFadden, and Kelly McDonald's. The it's that mission where they have to try and trick Hitler. Um, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it, but it, it looks pretty fun. Oh, that's not coming out like for us. That's not coming out. Sorry, I'm trying to um, because it's also a ne- uh, Netflix movie. Oh, oh, not yet. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. No, this is okay. Cinema. Yeah, yeah, in um, <clears throat> it's uh May 11th. Wow. And okay. on Netflix, May 6th. Wow. In theatrical. Okay, that's that's weird. So you guys are getting it this week? Yeah. Along with The Northman. Are you... Shut up. I mean, maybe... <laughs> let me double check, because often the cinema listing uh, titles can be wrong, but we've already had our press screenings, so I know that much. Yeah, no. Um, 15th. Yep. When do you guys get this? Um, it comes out on the 21st. I have tickets. All right. So for it's that a week evening. difference. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I bought it. I bought, we bought our tickets cause it was like, oh heck yeah. I cause it's egg is you, you, you're going to want it. <clears throat> and yeah, well, and just the whole, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like just taking exactly. all the great boxes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've stayed away from, um, all the trailers. Mm, me which too. Is, yeah. Which is unique. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm. And because I don't know if I have any actual movies to go to, mm. um, I think I will probably do a good job of staying away from <laughs> from most of the trailers. So, but how crazy is that? That <clears throat> as much as I like the cast for Operation Mincemeat, I don't think there's not a chance against the Northmen. I don't think that was a good time to release those two movies together. No, not at all. Well, and I think that's why it makes more sense, at least in the U.S., mm. that it's you know that it's coming out in may 6th and now that is still the day after dr strange comes out so he's going to be (laughs) obliterated um in the box office so i don't even understand i i mean it is coming out on netflix like the week after or shortly thereafter so that's probably offsetting some of that then yeah i mean the cast is the cast is good like you said colin firth matthew mcfadden kelly mcdonald um I saw the trailer this week and it looks, it looks engaging. Yeah. But, but compared to hmm. like. No, yeah. it's yeah. your historical period dramas are not going to um, compete against these, uh, these Behemoth. blockbuster. Yeah, never. Yeah. Yeah. And, and two of, two of the most anticipated ones of the year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got Northman and then Dr. Strange. So. Yeah. Huh. Talking about big, titles of things that we're anticipating chris why haven't we seen yes. a trailer for thor love and thunder yet because that comes out soon <laughs> we've seen not even a teaser does it come out soon really yeah when did i wasn't that one of those that got pushed back later i don't think so thor love and thunder still 22 8th of july <clears throat> <laughs> well 
I, you know what? My and the guess tickets is, have gone on sale. Oh, wow. Yep. Well, my guess is that they're going to wait until um, after Doctor Strange. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's that they're gonna, so close then. No marketing. Two, well, it's two months. I mean, that's. Oh, they're already on their press tour. I, I, well, and think about it too, though. I mean, how much marketing does do Marvel movies need? Zero, in my when opinion. You, when I you would have love the it. established. I would love it if they dropped tr- the, the film without any trailers whatsoever. Oh, don't, totally. Don't even because give me a poster. Think, give me the title. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what I think. See, that's what we, for a lot of those, we don't need anything else. Mm. You know, now some of these that that we don't know about the characters or whatever, or it's an unestablished franchise, like you know, Moon within Knight, where you know nothing about, and when you watch it, you still yeah. don't know anything about it. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, did you watch episode two? I did. Yes. Did you see it? Yes. Oh my gosh! Well, it answered so many more questions. Well, it raised also more questions <laughs> yes, too. It did. But it, 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 I'm, I'm loving the show. Great episode. <laughs> it just, I think yeah, they should have dropped the first two, not the first one. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so good. Um, and I like that they're so long. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I don't think they need to do a um, a trailer. No, you're right. For, and I don't think we should Thor. watch it anyway. No trailer reactions. No, I'm going to do no my thoughts. We're just oh, no, no, no. straight into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Run out yeah, of the cinema, I, Chris, like you've done before. That I have done before. I'm not ashamed <laughs> to do that. <laughs> you're probably going to have to do that with like the Northmen or even Doctor Strange, that would be a good place yeah. for them to drop the trailer. <clears throat> oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's funny, too. Um, my son, my youngest son, just got a job at a movie theater. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and and I, so he was like, so he his first day, his first real day was yesterday. Um, he had orientation uh, the day before, but he, um, so his first real day yesterday, and he was the one um, where they just go and they clean up, um, you know, the theaters after the showing. Mm. But they have to be in um, – they're there like five minutes before each show ends. And so they'll peek their head in to check to see where it's at in the you know, in the movie as it's ending or if, where it's at in the credits or whatever. And he was like, yeah, I saw the ending to The Batman three times. I saw the ending to <laughs> Sonic five times. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I'm like, oh, This is why goodness. they do staff screenings because you, you still want to enjoy the films. But you don't want to ruin all films for you. <laughs> exactly. Well, and he's going to be um, – he, he gets free films too, like free tickets to movies. Nice. And so we don't know exactly how this is going to work, but I'm like, dude, I am going to figure out when you're off work one day and you and I are just <laughs> going to go see a movie. And and this might be the way that I can get in to see some of these movies that maybe I, you know, I've missed – They've come under the radar say, or whatever um, that I is. I used to, yeah, I have a friend that works at the like, local cinema and he's, he's staff. And they have staff screening sometimes like at midnight or late mm. in which you can oh, bring yeah. a family member to. Uh, that yeah. may be the case for you, Chris. That may be the way in to watch some of those others. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so excited. Well, and you know, I've been thinking about it. Like whenever I have the opportunity to retire, I think working at a theater would be like the best retirement That's job ever. That's a great ever. place. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I can wander around. I'll just, I, and I'll tell them, here's here's the deal. I'm old. Um, I can work at the box <laughs> office or you can, I, I don't want to do concessions. Let me just be the projectionist. Let me just walk through. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and here's the deal. You don't have to pay me. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to watch movies. That's our deal. 
that I'll work that I for show free up and see the movies. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> wow. Oh goodness. On that note, well, on, okay. on being old and senile, I, th- I think that's everything. <laughs> We've used we used all our words. Yes. Yes. Cool. Okay. Well, everybody, hey, thank you for listening for this long. We we really appreciate. Um, you sticking with us. Uh, always, you can tweet at us at Best We Watched. Please rate and review us wherever you happen to listen to your podcasts. If you've never checked us out on YouTube, Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, Chris with Movies and Munchies. Uh, also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash thebeardedones, and we'll see you next week. Bye.